Hello, hello, girlies, and welcome back to another episode of Chatty Rats. I am your co-host, Natalia, and I'm joined by Rasheen. Hello, little rats. Oh, hello, hello. Nice to see you guys again for another week. I have so much to talk about. <laughs> I'm so excited. I really want to talk about your Hawaii trip, so shall we get into it? Yeah, I have so much to tell. It's going to be a good one. So we'll start off with I arrive. I arrive to the beautiful islands. I am thinking to myself, okay, the juju is on my side because when I get to the car rental, they're like, we can upgrade you to a Jeep for like basically nothing more. And I was like, ah! like Jeep, Jeep is my dream car. So it was a really good moment. And then I get to the hotel and this is where things take a little, little turn. So <laughs> the valet was like, what's your last name? And I say like my last name, Fatimi. And then he's like, I can't find you, but no worries. Go ahead and go check in. So I go to go check in and I can just tell this woman cannot find my reservation. And I'm like, hey, like, here's the receipt. Like, I've paid for it, booked it. Here are all the confirmations. But girl, my mistake, which I learned from this trip, was booking through a third party. I booked through Priceline. I've done uh -huh. this tons of times, but I guess a risk you can run into by doing this is that the hotel becomes overbooked and they can just like not have your reservation. And the shitty part was they were sold out. And for some strange odd reason, so it was like every hotel. <laughs> oh uh, my God. You were alone at this point, right? I was alone and I had woken up at four, like slept at two. So I was running on no food, no sleep. And then I was just on a customer service journey with Priceline. Oh. I just want to give a tip. If anyone ever travels and you book through a third party, always call the hotel immediately after just to check with them that they have your reservation. Personally, I will never be booking through a third party again due to this. Yeah. But in case you do, because they are cheaper. But that just like set off a chain of crazy events of just like oh, random God. little things going <laughs> wrong. It was funny because um, then Michelle came, thankfully, the next day. And I realized I was like, God, I'm so happy she's here because the day before, like that whole situation actually ended up being really like stressful because oh, yeah. they you're like you're alone. You don't know where you're going to sleep that night as a woman alone. Exactly. Like, that's so scary. I know. The annoying part was when I was initially on the phone with Priceline, they were telling me they're rebooking me for like another hotel. So they were like playing around with me, Natalia. I ended up recording one of their last conversations because we had like six or seven calls and they kept telling me that they're going to call me back and they wouldn't call me back. At the end, at the last phone call, the one I recorded, I was like, I know you guys are just trying to get me off of the phone. And they're like, no, we're going to call you back. Oh my God. Also just like you out here homeless and then they're like, yeah. we'll call you back. But Natalia, I will say... I think the beauty in that was, one, the hotel front desk lady was so sweet. She had the longest line. She saw me crying and she like went and grabbed her tissue box and came and sat with me. And she like oh. hugged me and she's like, are you okay? Like, I'm so sorry. I can't help you. I like, I wish we had a room that I could give to you. And the line just kept forming. And I was like, girl, you can go back and help them. She's like, no, I just want to make sure you're okay. 
And like she just sat with me. And then I had this other lady who was in a couple come up to me. She's like, I've seen you here all day. Like, are you okay? Like, what happened to your room? Like, just know that I have an extra bed if you want to stay with us. Like, you can stay with us. And I was like, there's so much light in the darkness. People are so kind, even when corporations turn their backs on you. I was gonna say, have you ever seen the the? Is it called the breakup? I don't even know. No, forgetting Sarah Marshall. He goes into Hawaii. Everything's fully booked except for like the the penthouse. I wish it would have been like, you know what, baby, you get the penthouse for free. <laughs> but no. Okay, so that was the thing. Sorry, this is the last thing I'll say about this. There was a hotel that was available. It was six hundred dollars a night. And it was like stunning. On my first two-hour conversation, the conclusion we came to with a guy, he was like, we usually can't do this because if we're rebooking, it has to be the same value. But because everything is booked, I'm just going to get final approval. I have you temporarily booked for this place, but I'm just going to get my manager to authorize it and we'll give you a call back in 10 minutes. That's what messed me up was the fact that he – promised me that and then yeah was like jk this situation coupled with the fact that two mornings after i woke up with michelle there and turned off my phone alarm and then my phone just completely stopped working and the thing was like i guess i'm a little bit of a control freak in the sense where like i really like to have things planned out and then go with the flow then so like even for this trip i had a bunch of food places bookmarked kind of like where should we go? Like, here are some options. I like to be ready in that sense. Yeah. And it was similar with the hotel where it's like, I like to know like where we're staying. Cause what we ended up happening was like me and Michelle ended up staying at like a tiny little room with like a bunk bed. It was no, just so bunk funny. Bed, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know, but Shane and Michelle are pretty bougie. I would say you guys, you guys like a nice lifestyle. <laughs> like, I, I followed Michelle as well, and I've seen her travels. So I was like, they're being humbled. We're being humbled. But I really liked it because it reminded both of us of when we were traveling Europe in hostels. And mm-hmm. it just felt really nostalgic. So it ended up being a really good experience in that sense. Yeah. But I just think like Mother Hawaii was trying to humble me. And also give me like gifts because I always have this fantasy of one day just throwing my phone in the ocean and like not having to answer anyone or anything. And I feel like I was given that without actually having to throw my phone in the ocean. I love that. So that was really nice. I think I just learned to let go. And one other thing Michelle said that really stuck was maybe the lesson you need to learn is we don't need the luxuries. We don't need the crazy amenities and things like that. Your birthday and this trip is going to be fun regardless of that. And just like Mm -hmm. learning how to be a bit more humble. And I was like, okay, I really like that lesson. Like as long as you have good company, you don't need a good hotel, you know? So that was nice as well. I also like that this was supposed to be like a solo trip. Yes. And then your phone broke, which like you can't, right? If you're yes. alone. Having Michelle there, we're like, you know, she can navigate. She can Google Maps, exactly. you guys, whatever. She has the admin taken care of so that you do have the opportunity to be like, oh, I don't have to text. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do anything. So that's in a way too like a gift that she was able to come as well. I know. I know. I kept telling her, I was like, I feel so blessed. Because I think it's a really big deal when friends do 
come on these trips with you because they're taking their precious PTO. So much money goes into it. I even think of that with like weddings or bachelorettes. The friends are also putting a lot into that. It's not an expectation. It's something that we should be grateful for. So I was very, 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 very fucking grateful. But yeah, it was it was a really good birthday overall, I would say. 31 feels really, really good. It feels fucking crazy to say that I'm 31. I know that it's but crazy. I think 30 felt a little awkward. Like I felt slightly uncomfortable with having to say I'm 30, but 31 just feels like very peaceful and like I know where I'm going and I'm enjoying life. So it's kind of like when you turn 21 and like 21 is like, woo, 21. And then you're yes. like, I'm 22 now. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's real. Oh, one other thing where I realized everything happens for a reason. So we ended up staying at two different hotels. One was the bunk bed and then one was the original hotel that I was supposed to stay at. So we like split our time. Uh-huh. And at the first hotel that was spontaneous, the bunk bed one, uh, when I was Picking up my car, the valet was like, also, there's only valet. I'm not bougie, just parking valet. There's only <laughs> valet in Waikiki. Like, you cannot park, you can't self park your car. That's one yeah. con about it. But he was like, hey, do you want any recommendations for where to go? And then I was like, yeah, sure. So he like names this hike that I had never heard of, never found it in my research. And me and Michelle end up going, and Natalia, it was the most beautiful hike I've ever been to in my life. Oh and my context, I did summer school in Oahu. I've been there for four weeks, and, like, I never had been to this place. Oh, wow. So me and Michelle were like, dude, the Priceline thing low-key happened. So I would stay at that hotel, then find out about this hike. I love it. a good hike because sometimes you feel so connected. I mean, at least yes. for me, like, so connected to, like, nature. And I'm like, I am one with the wilderness. There's something very magical about, like, a very beautiful hike. I agree. I it was, like, a path to the right was the beautiful green lush mountains. And then to the left, it was, like, the ocean. And the ocean was right there. You're just, like, oh walking along the cliff empty. So I was really, really grateful but me and Michelle like always like to ask each other crazy questions. And on this hike, she was asking me like some of my non-negotiables when it comes to men. And one thing I had told her, I was like, it's so, so important for me. Me and you talk about this all the time that whoever yeah. I end up with understands and knows that if it comes down to the moment where like my parents need somewhere to go, they can't take care of themselves or something like that. They're staying with us. And Michelle was like really trying to challenge me on this question. <laughs> she was like, well, what if he isn't down for that? Then I was like, well, then that's a deal breaker. And then she's like, well, what if he wants his parents to stay and like not? You? I don't know. She was just like really challenging yeah. me on it. And I was like, I don't know, Michelle, like it has to happen. <laughs> like that is a deal breaker <laughs> if it doesn't happen. But the craziest thing was like she not like she put doubt in my head, but I was just like, okay, like is what I'm thinking for unrealistic? So let's put a pin in that story because it's going to come back to play in a second okay, while I tell okay. you that story. So the day after my birthday, I see a text from this guy that I knew from UCLA. Like we, I didn't know him very intimately, but like we, I was really good friends with his friend. Okay. And he was like, Happy birthday. Like, if you need any recommendations while you're in Oahu or if you want to catch up, like, let me know. So I ended up texting him my last day when Michelle was gone. I think I had, like, six hours. And I was like, hey, this is during the work day. Like, I don't know if you're free, but if you are, we could hang out. 
So right. we end up like meeting up and hanging out. And it was just like a hangout. So it's not a date, but it was almost everything I needed to be reminded of. Because right before I was telling Michelle, I was like, I don't even know what it's like to have a really good connection anymore. Like, how does one have a boyfriend? Like, how does one have that? It wasn't clicking because it's been so long I've been single. So we're hanging yeah. out and we're just like talking a lot. And it felt very like comfortable and easy. And I was like, damn, like this is so refreshing to be around. And it's funny because at one point we were just like talking about what we want in a partner. Yeah. And I was telling him what I was telling Michelle. I was like, one of my deal breakers and a reason I feel like it's so important for me to find someone who like has the same values as me is God forbid if my mom or my dad and like as I'm trying to finish the sentence, he like cuts me off and he's like, of course they would stay with us. Like not he doesn't mean me and him, but like That's he's sharing he his do. perspective. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, of course they would stay with us um, if that ever happens. I was like, Michelle, Michelle, he Michelle, was Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'm just kidding. It was nice and funny that I had that conversation the day before and Michelle was really challenging me. And then to, like, be put in a situation where I was reminded, like, no, like, people like this exist. You're not asking for too much. You just haven't met the right person. So that was really enlightening. And no, I love that. It's like the universe being like, no, it exists. It's here. Like, yeah, just have patience, my little Padawan. That's why I encourage people to date a lot before they like settle down because it just really expands your perspective on like mm -hmm. what could be. Mm -hmm. And there's literally so, so much diversity in human beings. That, yeah, you can find a lot of what you want. I think like superficial things you can like be like, ah, eh, you know, like yeah. you can definitely compromise on. But like things like values and like yes. belief systems, like it's so important. Yeah. I think it was just a good reminder because I think sometimes being single for so long, I think like, oh, am I being too picky? Like, am I just being unrealistic about what I want? So I think being around him was just a good reminder and good illustration that like, no, like they exist. They're out there. Like you will find it. I've said this before, but I think in dating there's expanders and I've I remember I had this really amazing date in Mexico City and that was like such an expander on what a good connection is and I think this hangout was another expander in the sense of just knowing that I can find someone with like my standards and someone that I really would see something long term with and you've said this where you're like the warmer you get like I think that you're like in a good path to like finding the person that you're meant to be with yeah like if with every date or with every relationship that you know you are that guy is looking like closer and closer to what yes. you really want so yes. like at least for me before I met Daniel like and mm -hmm. I felt like oh I'm definitely in a path because like I am dating nicer and nicer and nicer guys or like I would find something that was like good in that person that was like oh that's something that I would want there's something that I wouldn't want until I met the person that I think I'm gonna be with forever which is like so cool you know so I feel like mm -hmm. that's how you know it's like the dating is looking a little chaotic Maybe we have to do a little bit of like a little bit of inner work. But I think that yeah. if you're getting closer and closer and closer, it means that you are slowly starting to attract the right thing. And the lessons, this is like are so, so important. Even like the guys that have broken my heart, like every lesson that I've mm -hmm. learned from it, like has gotten me closer 
and ready for the relationship I'm in right now. I don't think I would have dated Daniel had I not gone through like all those lessons in the past. Yeah, I agree. I like, I think of myself too, like everything like leads to the right path and the right person and the right thing. It's something else you just reminded me of, like me and Michelle were talking about this, how we're like no longer repeating the same patterns in dating and because of that like our type has changed so much like the men that we are into now are not what our historical type has been ever which is I don't know it feels really refreshing to not be the girl who's like oh he's too much of a good guy or like I like the fuck boys like a lot of girls will stay stuff like that and I feel like to grow out of that is it feels so good. It feels so good. I know. That's how I felt too because I started to let go of a lot of like superficial things um, mm-hmm. as well. And like because I know like when I when I think about like who I'm dating now, I'm like, would I have dated him like two years ago? I don't know if I was mature enough to do to do exactly. So. Like yeah. I, did I think I was going to date a guy that loves Pokemon cards and like is like more introverted? Like I don't I don't think I would have thought that that's who I would end up with. And yeah, like it's a lot of growing up. And then I also think all the things that we used to crave out of like these men are things yeah. that weren't even us. Like I yeah. used to think I wanted like a super cool guy with like artistic, yeah. like whatever. Like they were out here ruining my life. Um, <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> but the thing is, like that was me pretending to be something I really wasn't. Yeah. Essentially, like yeah, like I'm an artist, but like. There are these traits and these men that I was like, that's not even me. Who am I doing this for? Like, for the looks of it? Like, look at this cool guy that's taking me to all these cool things. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, the more authentic you become. Yeah. Yes, like, the more you're going to attract someone that actually matches up perfectly to, like, the authentic you. Yeah. Which I love. And I've also just been thinking about the next person is going to be my husband, you know, like that's how I'm viewing dating as in like the next person I get serious with. So I just think the DJs and like the fashion guys and those, yes, they're fun, but they're not like husband, you know, like if you want someone with stability, someone who's going to be a good dad, like someone who's going to like be loyal like all these things likely you're not gonna find it in that dj girl like you know (laughs) like he's he's fun hang out with him do your thing but i don't think that's your husband is my point and also this is not to say oh you date the good guy don't date the cool guy yeah yeah yeah. not saying that for example you see a lot of like artists you know that are Mm -hmm. have like a quote-unquote like normal ass wife because that balance is so it's so nice you know what i mean like I love that I do stand up, but Daniel would not be cut dead, like <laughs> getting on a stage by any means. Yeah. But he likes that I bring that extrovertedness side of him. I like that he gives me the space to love my nature, like read my books, mm. like have my introverted moments. He gives me that space. Depends on what you need in a partner, it's going to look different. So yeah. for me, I realized that I needed something else you know the opposite of what I was dating in a sense and it's been so great it's actually allowed me to be more creative than I was even before because I have this new built-in space so I think it just depends you know on whatever you need like the world's gonna give it to you yeah everybody needs to be open to it I think receiving it because I think it's gonna look different than what you thought you wanted 
like all yeah. your kind of young adult life. Um, but one last thing I will say is I did something brave because I'm trying to channel something Michelle's therapist told her. Um, and I think I'm just trying to channel a different energy when it comes to dating this year. She had said, do the opposite of what you would normally do when it comes to like dating. I think she was even saying like date people you would normally wouldn't date, like do things that make you uncomfortable and like put yeah. you out there, put yourself out there. And after this hangout, you know, felt everything I've been telling you guys right now. So I was like, I kind of want to say something to him and like, just let him know like how I felt as in not like, Hey, I'm in love with you, but just like, it's really refreshing. <laughs> it's really refreshing to meet someone like you. And it's just something I really needed. And normally old Sheen would be like, well, if the feelings were mutual, like he would say first, like, I'm not going to say yeah. anything, like keep my cards close to my chest. But I was like, no, like, let's just be brave. Like, I want to put myself out there more too. It's not for an outcome, but it's just like putting that energy of doing different things and challenging myself and opening up. So I did do it, guys. And yeah, Amazing. I'm just, I'm really, really happy I did it regardless of the outcome. It was just more like, I want to be a brave girl when it comes to dating. Did he, did he reciprocate? He received it really well. Yeah. He, yeah. um, he, he agreed like with my sentiments and how comfortable and easy things felt and also said he wanted to say something but didn't want to come off dramatic so that was nice it was just like really reaffirming to feel like to hear him say that because sometimes I think we have really good connections and then we're in our head and we're like was it just was me it? feeling that or like did yeah. that person also feel that same connection so that was nice I like that. Like I said, I, I do think you're getting closer because with the right person, you can literally say anything. And that's like, true. they would like that. You know, like your long-term yeah, partner will like that you have those thoughts of like, oh, wasn't that a great, like beautiful thing? And like, yeah, think about it in terms of like your best friends. You can literally say anything and they're like obsessed. True. I love that. I love that you got angry at that. Or I love that you were funny here. You were doing this. Or I like that you thought this way. So people that like are meant for us will value those moments with the wrong person. Like they might get the ick, but it's like, good. That's so true. Cause get away from me. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Also, I think it goes back to, I don't know if you said this on this pod, but where you wanted to feel safe and you mm -hmm. found that in your partner. I feel like that's another sign. Cause yeah, I did feel safe enough to send that text. I just felt this like respect of like, he wouldn't put me down regardless of how he felt. Yeah, because you guys had – so you guys sat on the beach and you talked for a while. Did you do anything else or was that it? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'll tell you – shout out Esther Perel because I totally agree with this. So, yeah, we sat initially on the beach. She brought, like, food and fruit and dessert. And we just, like, chilled and talked for most of the time, which was really fun. But then he was like, oh, is there anything else you want to do before – like, for your last day? And I was like, well, my dad is like obsessed with honey. And I've realized that the Hawaiian honey looks like really different than normal honey. So I want to buy him some honey. So like we went on this yeah. honey hunting adventure where we like went to the grocery store to try to find the honey. And the reason I shout out Esther Perel is she always says, whether it's like hangouts or dates, try to do like something with movement. Because when you're sitting down, it's just kind of not like stiff. It just when you move, there's a different energy to it. And I feel like that was a really good lesson because I feel like when you walk around and are active, 
at least for me, like a lot of banter and like joking and yeah, just like fun comes out of it. So that felt really fun. Um, we went and got honey and I was like, you know, this feels strangely really good. And I feel like I can imagine what it would be like to have a boyfriend again and to do like these mundane things with a guy. So yeah, I feel like this was a gift from the universe, Natalia, to like remind me that to have hope because yeah, that was a gift from the universe. No, I love that. And I think that I like what you say about like what Astro Pearl says about like doing things like activities because this Mm -hmm. is me being dramatic, but how you fall in love with someone is the way they move about the world. Like how you react to things like that's love. Just like yeah, so just like their presence, I guess. So I think that's cool that you did that, and I am so proud of your growth from like handling things that you could not control at the beginning of your trip, yeah. and being like, okay, that's fine. She's disconnecting. Then like she has no phone, she has yeah. bunk beds, like whatever. <laughs> to like, <laughs> I feel like the universe rewarding you for having grace, um, yeah, and giving you this moment of like love in a sense like hey girl like this is out there i think these little gifts are a sign that the universe is recognizing that you're doing well and girl even just knowing you doing this podcast for like the last year alone like your growth is like it's insane like you sound (laughs) so mature like you sound like you're in the right path i'm so jealous of like your husband because He's going to have the best conversations. You really look at the world and analyze the world often. And girl, when I tell you that's freaking rare, like that you and your husband are going to have the best. I'm telling you, you're going to have the best conversations in the world. Like, like you really are in a very beautiful path. So I'm freaking excited for you. Wait, she's crying. No. That was so sweet. I got emotional. So nice. Yeah, I get emotional. Like, I got emotional. Aw. Thank you. That was like such a beautiful gift. You just saying all that. Yeah, because it really shows, you know. So I'm excited for you. I think that when you find the person, like, it's going to be good. And then he ain't going to let you go because he's going to be like, oh, wow. I know. I really want that. I want someone to see that. But I just had like a flashback moment of us sitting on my couch and the come up from us doing what was it um dating profile x <laughs> like that is so wild i feel like we would not do that now maybe we would no i don't know maybe we yeah. would for fun but you know it's nice it's just funny we love a growing moment and i think i guess what what i'll send you guys off with is one let it go sometimes you just gotta let it go and let the world flow Two. I really do think everything happens for a reason. Um, And then three, I think when you're dating, what can make it really fun, whether it's dating, hanging out, whatever, is to look for just people who can expand your perspective in one way or another. Like they don't have to be the love of your life, but if they're like positively impacting you and your perspective, that's a beautiful thing. So I will leave you off with little rats. I love this conversation. This is awesome. Well, Rats, we love you so much. We hope you have an amazing week. And we really hope you love this conversation as much as we did. Um, You know what to do. Rate, subscribe, like the things, comment the things. Um, And yeah, hope you guys have a nice week. Bye. Bye.